All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm. Good morning and thanks for tuning into this daily morning podcast from Bloomberg Quint. I'm Neeraj Shah and this Monday morning, let's start off with a brief mention of what happened in the United States on Friday. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell on Friday as market participants continue to worry about ongoing US-China trade negotiations as well as slowing economic growth. Tell me something new. While there was a small uptick in late trade, the Dow still posted a three-day losing streak, the first since December. Needless to say, it's showing in the profit growth estimates for S&P 500 with estimates for Q1 profit growth below zero for the first time in three years. The one good thing for India, as I said in Friday's podcast as well, was that these growth worries brought down oil prices. Benchmark oil prices posted a weekly loss after a choppy day of trading on Friday, ending the week down 4.6%, their steepest weekly loss this year. What will also worry OPEC is that legislation that aims to prevent the 14-nation committee from coordinating production and influencing oil prices is once again advancing on Capitol Hill. On Thursday, the House Judiciary Committee passed the No Oil Producing and Exporting Cartels Act, commonly known as NOPEC, clearing the bill for a vote before the full House of Representatives. Simply put, the bill would essentially make it illegal for foreign nations to work together to limit fossil fuel supplies and set prices. They would also authorize the US Justice Department to sue oil producers for antitrust violations. In political news globally, President Donald Trump said he will hold his second summit with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un in the Vietnamese capital of Hanoi later this month. His tweet announcing the meeting was followed by another, predicting that North Korea would become a great economic powerhouse thanks to Kim's leadership. Back home in corporate news, Reliance Group, which is the Reliance Anil Dhirubhai Ambani Group, said it will take legal steps to protect its shareholders after the group entities lost more than a third of their market value in five days. The group alleged that LNT Finance and Edelweiss Group's illegal, quote-unquote, illegal sale of pledge shares in Reliance Power, Reliance Infrastructure, Reliance Communications and Reliance Capital caused a 55% drop in the market capitalization in the week gone by. Both creditors, however, refuted the allegations. Needless to say, after losing over 10,500 crore rupees in five days, the companies would be in focus again this week. JLR bond yields spiked on Friday. The 4.5% bonds maturing in Jan 2026 have dropped to a low of 77 cents on the euro, equivalent to a yield of about 8.9% according to prices compiled by Bloomberg. The management has admitted it's difficult to say when China sales will trough and that the China market may depend on trade tensions and government's economic stimulus. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for Indian markets, with Tata Motors to Reliance Group stocks to pharma names like Dr. Reddy's and Lupin. There is a lot of news flow. Good morning, Darshan. Hi, Neeraj. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Global markets are slightly weak and the SEX Nifty is, is indicating a muted outlook as of now. In terms of earnings, uh, we have the last five Nifty companies which will report numbers this week. Aisha will be the first one. 
Aisha will report numbers today and among the larger mid-caps, Amararaja Batteries, Madhusan Sumi, PI Industries, Power Finance Corporation and SpiceJet will report numbers today. In terms of numbers after market hours on Friday and over the weekend, strong refining and lower inventory losses drive the third quarter beat for BPCL. Lower marketing margins was offset by refining margins, lower inventory loss and other income. Tata Steel results were in line with estimates. The India business was impacted by weak volumes. The company has maintained its sales volume, implying a sharp uptick in the fourth quarter. Strong prices more than offset the weak volume and the management is delivering on deleveraging with sequential net debt reduction. Nalco strong performance with revenue up 14%, EBITDA up 49%. The profit optically looks lower because of an exceptional gain of 802 crores last time around. Lower employee cost aids the operational profit. Balkrishna Industries, the third quarter numbers were a miss on all fronts compared to the Bloomberg estimates. Downtick in the US and EU causes volumes to drop 6% over the last year. Higher raw material and staff costs impacted margins which dropped 500 basis points. Thermax revenues and profits were up 28%. EBITDA growth was lower at just 12% on account of high raw material charges. The company also had a tax reversal of 97 crores and a write-off of 87 crores which pretty much squares it off. Sun TV, a big beat on subscription, ad revenues and movies. The management plans to gradually scale up original content and Sun NXT. JK Lakshmi Cement, operational performance was in line with estimates. The key surprise was a 2% sequential improvement in blended realization. Among other numbers that came out, weak numbers from NHPC, Avanti Feeds, SKF India, Visaka Industries, Vatek Vabag, Mirza International, TVS Sri Chakra and Thyroke Technologies. Strong numbers from Apollo Hospitals, All Cargo Logistics, PSP Projects, Esa Shai Paper, Finalex Industries, Atul Auto and VRL Logistics. Dr. Eddies will be in focus. They received a Form 483 with 11 observations from the US FDA for their manufacturing plant in Hyderabad. Lupin also received two observations from the US FDA after the inspection of their Goa facility, which is under warning letter. Edelweiss Financial and LNT Finance uh, are in focus and they say all actions taken against Reliance ADAG Group shares are legal. And Adani Transmission completes the acquisition of KEC International's project of 228 crores. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloomberqueen.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks for that, Darshan. And all you people talking about prices of real estate not rising or rising fast enough, think about this. Steve Cohen, the founder of Point72 Asset Management, has dropped the price of his Manhattan Duple to $45 million dollars. That is a $70 million discount to the price he originally listed it for in April 2013. Real estate is tough for a lot of people, I'd say. Have a great week ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.